Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. So if I don't. Right. <coughs> but shit. Oh, damn. I burped with that one, too. Goddamn. But we live, baby. Oh, shit. You, you're glitching a little bit. Uh, hold on. Technical difficulties. Okay, you're back. You're back. Hey, you want to hit him with what we just did? I mean, we didn't really rehearse it, though. So might, we might fuck yeah, up. Right, it's fucking tough, guys. You just. <laughs> we just fused, and it is the old one, too. What doing? up, though, baby? How was uh? You asked how my weekend was. How was your weekend? You went on a little uh excursion. Okay, it was uh it was cool, man. We went to the uh, the mountains in Tennessee with a couple of well, a couple of my friends, and you know, a couple of people I didn't know. In that environment, uh, stuff got a little crazy, but all in all, you know, I your boy gonna enjoy yourself. I do what I do, and I hung with the uh, hung with the boys, had a good time, and you know, I caught some fights this Saturday. If uh, any of you guys heard yeah. of them, yeah, did you? Yeah, would you get to watch the fights on? Did you have to watch on a tablet, or was it on? You got it on TV and shit, bro. When I tell you, this was like. A three-hour process because in the mountains the signal is terrible, and the people's uh, Wi-Fi was horrible. So oh, we couldn't man. get it on. A, we couldn't get on the phone for the longest. We couldn't get on the TV. Like, and we're just basically. Uh, my man was the best. Uh, uh, what is it called? Tech guy ever because he worked on it for three hours, and we finally was able to get a clear enough signal. We were able to pay for it and fucking stream it on a fucking TV like the size of my monitor, probably like that big. We had like eight, nine motherfuckers in there, but it was, the energy was great and the fights were awesome. Yo, good thing he started like when you guys did, because like... Yeah, yeah, if we would have tried to start it at the end, there's no way we would have caught those fights. Man. Was, uh... I mean, I know your favorite fight of the night. I already know, but like, was there any other... Before we like the, the two ones that everyone gives a fuck about, was there any that like surprised you, like that you th- were better than you thought they were going to be? Uh, I always like uh JoJo Calderon fighting. She fought Jessica I. You know, it was a, a solid fight. Not not anything to write home about. But I'm glad she's back on track with a win and hopefully one more fight. And you know, she'll be right there for that 125 title. Did you did you see uh Amanda Hibas? Amanda Hibas? Yeah, she's oh, a she's a savage. Bro, she got KO'd. No, really. By, by McMahon? Oh, man. Yeah, she got killed by uh, I don't even know who the hell she's fighting. I'll pull it up. Oh, my. Yo, I, de- I definitely missed that. Oh, my God. Hulk, my heart was hurt. I, I, You know what, Hulk? I understand, though, because I blocked it out of my head, too. I was like, pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, right? like, Yo, it never happened. <laughs> yeah, but no, she got uh, on her feet, you know what I'm saying, like a standing KO. It was bad. Was it in the, was it in the prelim? Um... 
Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. No, it was the first fight of the main card. So you, so you guys might have just missed the first uh, the first fight. Yeah. So wait, who uh, who did she go against? She fought uh, Mariana Rodriguez. Oh, okay, okay. So it was three female fights on the card. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I like the female fights. Um, yeah. anything else? Oh, I'm trying to. Th- Man, my my mind can only go to the co-main and the main. I like. I know. I, wait, hold up. I remember uh, somebody else got slept. I don't have the fights in front of me right now, so I can't. Yeah, I can pull up if you want. My bad. My bad. No, they good. Um, this is not that. Who the? Okay. Yeah. the card. The the card started off with Amanda Hebas. Okay, I say he was on those rebus, but like, don't the don't Brazilians not pronounce eight hours? Like, I'm confused with that one. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know why they call. It. Yeah, I think it's he boss. Yeah, I wish I could play a video without getting kicked off YouTube, Hulk. But uh, <laughs> it was ugly, man. She got KO'd. She got. It could have been called a lot earlier too, and then Herb yeah. Dean let her stand up, and then she got beat up some more. It was. Oh. Uh, Oh, shit. That was the fight where um it, it looked like Herb stopped it. He kept it going, and she came back. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she walked know. away th- thinking she won. He was like, no, it's not over. Like, I love Amanda he was. Yeah. Keep <laughs> fighting. Yeah, that was savage. Yeah, yeah. I definitely tried to block that out of my mind, but. Yeah. Yeah, two KOs. That's crazy. I was sick. She's such a nice fucking lady. Yeah. I mean, bro, like, it. a lot of these People are like such nice, genuine people that you hate when they have to lose. Yeah. Well, it feels like the hook cam. He said Herb Dean needs a talking to. Herb Dean gives the people what they want, even <laughs> even if it's too much of what they want, he still gives it to them. <laughs> he kind of fell off, man, because he used to be like the standard for like the referee. It was John McCartney, then probably him second. Yeah, like Herb Dean wanted to, man. But the whole thing, man, the only – the good referees are the referees you don't hear about. They don't have, like, late stoppages. They don't have, like, nice. dumb calls. So uh, the best referee is the ones that, you know, that we never hear about. But, man, her has been in the game for so long, and I still think he's one of the top refs. But, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a few lately that have, uh, haven't been so good. Yeah, that was uh, – what's his name? The English fighter. who was like, stop, stop the fight. Uh, Dan Hardy. Yes, yeah, she was hilarious, man. It was one of those situations. Yeah, because you love Amanda Hebas. Speaking of her too, like she was, she was still happy after the after the KO. Like she was still smiling when the doctor was in there, and whatnot. Yeah, she's a like, like she's gonna bounce back. She's oh for sure, for sure. And then I'm gonna let you pick what other fight we go we'll go to next because it it, it kind of turned up. Uh, I mean, we we go over these these ones too if you want, but. We can talk about the, the fun ones. I mean, it's I up to you. Because like, it, it's this one. We we already talked about the uh, the JoJo Calderon one. So the next one up is. Uh, uh, Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. Andrew Sanchez versus. Yeah. Uh, didn't Sanchez get knocked out? Oh, he got the knockout. Yeah. Looks like it. I didn't. You know, I, I honestly, I missed the end of this one. We ain't gonna lie, we was turning up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, <laughs> we was turning up there. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was. 
I really don't remember it. It was a long. It was. It wasn't the longest card, but it was a long card, and this one just kind of got lost. Hook can't count too. So love Herb Dean. A uh, weird KO. Uh, no KO call, and then McGregor was basically on Poirier's side when they started, and Herb didn't do anything. Yeah, that was fucking weird too. The beginning of the, the, that fight is like, yeah. and I th I thought that's why Dustin started off slow at, at first. I was like, man, Herb Dean fucked this all up. <laughs> I was bitching and shit. Uh, we could jump into that one, bro. Uh, you, want, you, want to, you want to jump into the main event? Yeah. Or, or do you want to do Chandler first? I know Chandler's your boy. I mean, yo, that's my main event. So we could do the main event first. And uh, All right, but Just uh, give me your first initial reaction, seeing it live, and then break down what happened. Initial reaction live. I tried going live on Instagram, too, but then my phone died. So it hit me with the pause, and I didn't even know because I was watching the fight. You know, you know how it is. But uh, someone said, Herb, Dean, throw the flag. Throw the flag, Herb. <laughs> but uh, Connor was piecing them up, bro. Like, like my initial reaction, I'm like, damn. Like, Connor's like, boxing is just as crisp as I've ever remembered. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even better. But there's so much more of a commitment to it, I think, that he had in camp. He was not checking them leg kicks, bro, and yeah. that was the end of it. Like that, that's like Connor for sure was was getting off, right? Yeah. But Dustin was was still able to set up what he wanted to set up. He he wanted to damage that lead leg. You know what I'm saying he couldn't like move and be as accurate, have power in those shots, and he got him up against the cage and grabbed him a little bit too to tire out those arms a little bit. So yep. it's like Connor was definitely piecing him up, and 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 Dustin could have went out at any shot because that's how Connor is. I mean, that's how fighting is. You know what I'm saying? But Dustin's game plan worked out because in the end, you know what I'm saying, Connor, Connor missed and couldn't move his leg. Got caught the hook. Dustin turned it around, said, oh, my turn. Whoop, 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 whoop. And McGregor still slipping on the boys, too. I was like, oh, shit. And then, pow. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. And then the pow and the kisser. And it was, it was a rap, man. It was uh, fucking wild. It was fucking wild because. My my opinion, I thought Connor was winning up to that point. I, I heard some this morning. It was like a, it was like national media though too. You know how they are. There's Dick Ride, like bigger names like that. Yeah. They're like Dustin started off hot. I'm like, no, he didn't. That nigga was getting pieced the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, what was your reaction? What, what was your take on it? First of all, that was very funny. Uh, I love the sound effects. Um, <laughs> man, same thing with me. It was I was already hyped going into this fight because of the co-main event delivering and man as much as i say i'm not a conor mcgregor fan but he still must watch tv like i watch i've watched all his fights i want i want to watch all his fights he's very interesting in his preparation and the way how he can sell a fight and his ability so mm -hmm. super excited dustin poirier fan and this is what i gotta tell people because i i fucked up go with your beliefs and commit to him. I, I'm a huge Justin Poirier fan, but I went against him in this fight. I, I went with the majority and I went with Connor. And um, just how you said, man, uh, McGregor came out hot, you know, way different from this fight, from the last fight. You can see Connor has really adapted a more boxing heavy style. Like he's, yeah, he almost reminds me of like Nate Diaz now. Like he, his, he's almost. Yeah. Like I, I'm very like where's his kicks? Like he came in with he was very bouncy, almost that karate style. Through a lot of cheap kicks, a lot of you know uh, measuring, a lot of hook spin kicks. That was not he was very flat footed on 
you know, on that lead leg heavy, fishing for a knockout early. Um, yo, hit Poirier with some big shots, some shots that might have put other people down, but man, this isn't by the way. Poirier is a good size, lightweight. He took shots from Gaethje, uh, Holloway, Alvarez twice. So we know Dustin can take Hooker. So we know Dustin is durable at 155. You know, he took those shots well, and he started chopping that lead leg down. Uh, I mean, it's weird because, like, it's such a simple game plan, but McGregor, like you said, he didn't check any of them, compromise them, and when he caught him, he let that boxing loose. A lot of people people were yeah. like, oh, it was that one shot, and then he started getting loose. If you see Dustin's defense after he shut down the leg was so good. He was slipping. His head movement looked really good. And when he heard him that first time, he put that Dustin Poirier pressure on you. He throws a bunch of punches and bunches, hurt McGregor, and one shot directly in there and a little bit of ground and pound finish it off. I was <laughs> crazy. Like, that shit was uh, it was a movie. I very much uh, appreciate both guys. Yeah, you seen like, you literally watched Dustin catch his groove, too, and we kind of started slowing down because he literally, in the middle of the fight, Went ah, you know what I'm saying? After, after, after you just come, he's like, oh, oh. He's like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Since, since he's really moved up to lightweight and I don't know, like changed his boxing style around, he is, he's top for me, top five boxers in uh, the UFC right now. His hands are great, his head movement is great, his uh, inside the pocket, like, like he's just a great boxer. He has great hands, great footwork. And all of that, and he beat one of who said he was the best boxer. So he's definitely yeah. top of me. Oh, for sure. Uh, shout out to Lenny March from uh, MMA on hand. He says, "Without that bounce, I see Connor very average. Uh, he needs that bounce he had when he fought Aldo." And I agree. I think you you spoke on it perfectly. Like, well, even back to like his fights with he used to throw crazy ass kicks, and like you said, the karate. Like you know what I'm saying, like he was just waiting. This time, like you said, the Nate, he was just man, I'm here. We throwing him. You know what I'm saying like. <laughs> and I get he's that confident in his ability because Connor can box. I wouldn't be mad. Would you, yo? What if the third fight was a boxing match? Would you be mad or you want an MMA? <laughs> Please don't start that. We'd have Manny Pacquiao be the ref. It would be perfect. No, Floyd Mayweather. Be <laughs> it's the ref, Steve be Austin, special guest referee. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gives them both a corner at the end. Hey, he'll be coming out the chair. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man but not nah, i i do want to see a third fight one thing that kind of stuck out to me i don't know i i heard a couple of people talk about it he did not look like uh, of course not like the old mcgregor but dude he looked smaller than me like he didn't have like mm-hmm. yeah like i mean i know his last fight was at 170 and he looked well yoked up but when he was in there man he looked smaller than i would expect like he didn't really you can see when they like they kind of came together. Like yeah. Dustin was a little bit more broad. I don't know if it's his diet or anything like that, but he didn't seem as big or as strong to me. It was. I mean, I, I think the biggest factor, like looking back at it, and I didn't even think of that was that yeah, he he didn't fight like how he normally does. There wasn't like the karate stance and like hardly any kicks. I was trying to look specifically to see if he threw any kicks. I. I don't remember him throwing. Actually, you know what? I do remember him throwing like one, but that's about it, man. It's 
I think he was really just dependent on the, the knockout. You know what I'm saying? And it, it felt that way because it's like it's almost as if he didn't prepare for anything else. Mm-hmm. Dude, and the crazy thing is, you know, we saw uh, Khabib take down McGregor because he takes down everybody. But I'm not surprised Dustin got the takedown. But the yeah, fact that he was able to, like, kind of keep it there for a little bit and really make – they were in the clinch in the first um, – in the first round, for first a good, round, yeah, yeah, for a good, meaningful amount of time. So kind of have a drowning to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like even that, like usually, who, who keeps counter against the fence? Like even even Mendez didn't have a great job of keeping him down or uh, against the fence. And Poirier seemed to you know be strong enough to really keep him there, really make him work to get out. And man, that burns up a ton of energy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he, he didn't, he wasn't prepared for anything else, you know. Like he got, he did get caught up against the fence and like held there a bit, you know. And I don't know, it is what it is. The the cool thing about being Conor McGregor though is you always, you always have the trilogy offer because you know the other guy's always gonna want it too. Yeah, man, like, dude, and it's crazy because I really Conor really doesn't go down from this. Of course, he's like super big, but yeah. yo, he's gonna. And they're not they're not excuses, but you know, oh, he was off for a year. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't used to the time, and Dustin got way better. He's gonna adjust in the trilogy just like he adjusted. All like so, there's like built in things for him, and who doesn't want to see him go against Poirier for a third time or Nate Diaz for a third time? So he doesn't. Who really would you rather have right now? Yeah. I'm not even gonna stunt. Like I would, I would kind of throw like a monkey wrench. I mean, uh, I guess he sh- he should do one of the trilogies first. But like, what trilogy would you prefer though? Like, if you had a pick, I was trying to get pictures up, but I don't know where. Where do people get the pictures for these fights? Like, where the fuck? <laughs> I've been Maybe. looking for like five minutes now. Uh, all right. But like, yes, between between Nate Diaz trilogy and Dustin Poirier trilogy. If you're Dana White and you and you want to make the most money, right? Tell me as a fan too. But yeah, what well, are you doing? I do um, Connor versus Diaz. I feel like that's a more winnable fight for him. Not to say that he would win that fight, but that's a more winnable fight for him. It gets Nate back in there. It does. It's proven to do really big numbers. And if he wins, that'll give him a lot of momentum. Like, okay, he beat Nate. Now you can, Dana can fucking uh, make him go for the title anytime he wants, but then it's kind of, oh, maybe, you know, McGregor's in line for a title shot after being Diaz, and the main reason why I say that is because, man, I feel like Poirier's right there for, you know, another title shot, and I don't kind of want to keep him tangled up in that for too long. Yeah. So Yeah, it's weird right now, too, because you have Charlo Oliveira, who's there, and okay. I have Poirier. Do you have them fight, or because you also have Chandler's there now, too. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's funny because uh, I was kind of seeing this as like an unofficial, and I love them, a Grand Prix. Because yeah. for, for me, the forward McGregor, Poirier, Hooker and Chandler. Those were like the uh, actually not not McGregor, not Hooker. It was Chandler, Hooker, Chandler, McGregor, Poirier, and Dustin. I mean, yeah. uh, Justin. So those four. So he beat Dan. I think you do. I really think you do. Um, Poirier Oliveira title and Chandler Gaethje winner gets title. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, man, I want Chandler Poirier. I want, I mean, we'll get to it, but if Habib comes back, if it's not GSP, there is no new lightweight that uh, I would be interested to watch him fight. That, Actually, uh, that was such a good shot. Yeah, so this, see, this is that moment I was talking about where he, he you know what I'm saying, he caught him, and this we found he doesn't hit his groove because he was like, ah, I see, I see what you got going on. I'm about to, uh, my bad. I can stop scrolling through these if you want. No, it's okay. Uh, I don't you motherfuckers. Who do you think looks bigger in this picture? I feel like Dustin does. Yeah. I guess kind of like not fair too. He's like, he's like, God damn. <laughs> I don't even remember this punch. Oh, you don't? Psh, I don't remember that one. Was it the KO punch? That nah. was a good ass punch. Oh, that was before he turned it around. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I remember this yeah. one. This is when he did this. After he did, I think right, maybe. Right, I don't know. right after he did that. Woo! Yo, bro, those me. Yo, he was like, my, me head. Me head hurts. <laughs> me head. Oh, look at Dana's. I thought oh. Dana would be sad. Oh, shit. He killed my boy. Then I smashed your guy. <laughs> oh, man. Great job. Great job. Man, for real. I definitely happy for him. I want to see this leg. Oh, pfft. Oh, yeah, you see it bubbling up right there. Man. That was, I think that was the final shot right there, wasn't it? Before yeah, like, you the one you kind of, like, ran into. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was uh, a movie. I was surprised, but I wasn't. But uh, well, we shall see, man. I think, I think you're right. I think everyone's been waiting on a Diaz one that's more winnable. So he can win that one, and he can sell the Poirier one. And then by then, maybe Poirier's a champion, too. Exactly. You know? exactly. Uh, I mean, there it goes. Uh, shout out to Lenny in the comment section. Talking that shit. Uh, he says, just bought NFL 21. Uh, Going to whoop your arse with the Giants. Fucking. Well, it's called Madden, Lenny. So you bought some bootleg <laughs> shit. One of, them, one of them Jamaicans in London got your ass. <laughs> or, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we really fusion hot in the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. She was lit. But uh, we move on to Baby Hawks main event, man. I mean, I, I'm going to talk my shit, of course I am. But I will let you have the floor first. And, you know, just, again, initial reactions, breakdown of uh, the co-main event. A co-main event. We had uh, Michael. 
Well, I got, I got beef. Just one real quick beef. I'll, I'll say maybe at the end if I remember. I'm a little, little up there. But the uh, oops, wrong one. The nickname Iron Mike. Come on, man. There's only one Iron Mike. He's in the UFC. I know. <laughs> what? It's a tribute name. Come on, now. It's a tribute name. You're right. You're right. No, but uh, Michael Chandler, former former champion of Bellator, three time champion, uh, if I'm not mistaken, versus Dan the Hangman Hooker. Now. I knew of Michael Chandler before he made his UFC debut. Uh, I, I got a good friend. Some call him Dave. You know what I'm saying? Some call him Baby Hulk. So, you know, he, uh, he, he he put me on Michael Chandler a little bit. I can't lie. Uh, he told me I was one of his favorite fighters. And, uh, you know, I, I never watched Bellator. So I didn't know necessarily know why. And then I found out this past Saturday uh, when he fucking ended Dan Hooker, Dan Hooker's night early, early in the first round. The guy was supposed to be the better striker in the, in the fight, too. And he was the one engaging everything, which sometimes I get. You're the shorter guy; you have to, because otherwise, they, motherfuckers be playing with the distance, you know, and the reach. But uh, I thought Dan, I thought Dan Hooker was gonna be active. He's a fucking kickboxer. This guy was shorter than him. You know I'm saying you're supposed to be more skilled. He talked all this shit about being you know, with the best of the best of the UFC. You know what I'm saying? And then you were just, I don't know if it's because Izzy's had success being a counterfighter, and maybe he's trying to like mimic that to start, you know, actually gunning for a title at this point, or like what? But I don't know what was up, Dan Hooker. But I know he got caught. It was just beautiful. It was a setup with the right, the right cross or whatever, jab, whatever the fuck it was. And the left hook. Is he left-handed? What stance is he? He's an orthodox, but he's really good at uh, switching. Man, KO with the left hook. And then from there, every fucking – you know how sometimes motherfuckers get, like, knocked down. It's like punches get sloppy. Sometimes you see some shots in the back of the head because they're just like, ah, like they're frailing everywhere. On the fucking money every time. Boom, 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 boom. Temple, 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 temple. I'm like, oh, shit. And they even tricked him a little bit. Like, oh, maybe I might choke you out. No, no, we back to this shit. We got to be in that ad. Michael Chandler is a truth. And then they end it with the perfect call out. It was like, in that moment, we, how many times have you seen that, that moment fucked up? The fumbling of the words or, or, or you mis, mispronounce someone's name or That's you don't know how to say fucking Namaga made of and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times we see that fucked up? Intensity ten, delivery nine, because at one point he's you know whatever you know what I'm saying, but the, the call out and just in general, man. Yeah, I, I feel it can be fucking money, man. And then uh, I was just happy to see it, bro. I got to post a dad stream. Everyone was a dad this weekend. I guess I could have did it for anyone, any winner, but that was my that's one of my favorite dads of the night because his son in their situation. You know what I'm saying you see him all over Instagram and stuff like that. The, the shit, I love that duo. And uh, so it's a yeah, those hands are nasty. He's talking about when I was doing this. Nah, I'm just kidding. He's talking about Michael Chandler hands. <laughs> Fucking power, man. But you want to sold me on Michael Chandler. Uh, you're part of the reason I picked him. I look I looked very mystic this weekend, by the way. I don't know if you, you've been noticed. I was undefeated. I'm not everything this week. And I was like, yo, that, that prediction, I wonder where he got it. It almost sounds very familiar to me. I guess I never I guess I never know. <laughs> yeah, man. I I just you actually it was actually your prediction I think too I think I did mimic it exactly maybe we'll have to run we'll run the tape we'll run the tape but uh what was your what was your view of it because that's that's your boy I mean that was your favorite fighter before he was even the UFC I mean guys like the 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 only bad thing before you know Saturday night about being a Michael Chandler fan is just the vast majority of y'all didn't know what I already knew. That he's the best lightweight on the planet. 
This is Mr. Bellator, three-time lightweight champ. Just a fucking B. D1, Mizzou, walk-on, became captain, amazing athlete, big power, super explosive. Oh, he also went Mizzou? Yes, he did. Uh, he Tyron Woodley went there too, right? Yeah, he, and, and Aspirin. He said, yo, those are his big brothers. Like when he was coming in, they were graduating. They kind of mentored him and, you know, took him under their wing. So he comes from, come on, MMA, wrestling, royalty. He's workhorse. Like, can I just say I don't even know. You know. I don't know where I want to go with this because it's so much that I. It's a lot. It's a lot to unfold. It's a lot to unfold. Forever, but you know, like Michael Chandler, I'm just stick to the facts. Um, Michael Chandler is a pressure fighter. He doesn't do anything spectacular in the fact that that is very hard. He doesn't do a very complicated movements, anything like that. Like you said, keep it simple. He is. A one-two guy who's very fast. He can explode in all his punches, but he also sets it up with level changes and head movement. So you never know. You always know it's a one-two coming, but what is it just going to be a plain one-two? Is he going to switch levels? Is he going to change elevations and double you? So it's so much that you have to deal with. And like you were saying. The old one-two? The old. The old one-two? That's what he hit him with? He does it. And two. I heard you say, like, what was Hooker? Why wasn't he throwing more and everything? When yeah. when that type of pressure is applied on you and you don't know what's coming, you don't really want to just send anything out there. And like he, like he said, he's bouncing a lot. He's invading his space. He's level changing. He went to the body a couple of times in that fight. And you can see he level changes, goes to the body, ah, comes up with a vicious left hand. He's very good. If you ever see him knock out Ben Henderson, he won two comes in his uh, southpaw stance, and he'll throw off of the southpaw stance. So he's good on either leg. Landed that big left hook. And like you said, precise ground and pound. Wasn't sloppy. You can see precise, he didn't get bro. frantic. He was still very composed. Picked his shots. Party was over. And the backflip was great. Ah, dare I say it's even better than Justin Gaethje's backflip. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. He didn't land the backflip. Huh? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, I mean, he, yeah, he looked like a dad laying in the back. He said, oh. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect. And come on, the call out. If I And I'm glad you said you liked it. I, of course, liked it. But I was hearing a couple people say it was lame. And some even said. Wait, the fight? Yes. The, no, the speech. And some even said. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? But, yeah, I've heard some people say cringe. Like, if you go to the interview and look at the comments, man, that was Those like, are haters, bro. Those were guys who lost money that night. That's what that was. Um, he I'm going to play it. I'm going to yeah. for that. I'm going to play um, it. You can play, like, I don't think you should put up the video, but you can play, like, the audio. No, I'm, I'm going to play that shit. Fuck, <laughs> that shit. Fuck that shit. The UFC going like, wheel, wheel, wheel. <laughs> hey, you know what? They were they were going hard this weekend, my man. You know, you heard Dana talking about the streamers and whatnot. Yeah, he's he's coming for your ass. <laughs> Pause. No, <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. you have waited a long time for this moment, man. Did you maximize it tonight? The microphone is yours. Congratulations. So happy to be here. It's been such a long road, John. A lot of ups, a couple downs. 
But every road has led me to this. Just a small guy from a small town that got beat down a couple of times, pulled himself up by his bootstraps, dusted himself off. And here we are. Baby. Okay. Let's go I forgot about this part. Soon. Well, if anyone I want to, I want he's throwing the bars. That's like why this. That's <laughs> why I'm trying to hear. No, we're unable to get him out of there. You get him out of there in round one. We're going to take a look. At oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Hold on. They can't, I can't show that part. Listen, man, we throw punches and bunches. We keep it simple. That's a two, three. All right. Hoofed H kickboxing. Keep it simple. What we're doing down in South Florida is absolutely amazing. Mark Goddard gave him every opportunity to stay in the fight. All right. I don't know. Hold on. I'm not looking. So let's see. It was done. But I got to get something off my chest. I tell you all this. Look, he didn't land it. This is the greatest moment in my professional life. He landed too. Conor McGregor. Here we go. Surprise, surprise. There's a new king in the lightweight division. Dustin Poirier, your time is coming. And Khabib, if you ever do see fit, embrace us with your presence back here in the UFC octagon. In your quest for 30, you know you got to beat somebody. So beat me if you can. God bless. See you at the top. Bro, that shit was fire, bro. I, the only thing that was missing was because so, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> hey, he killed it, bro. Cause I think he killed it because you can call it cringe, whatever. But like, so many many people fuck up that moment. And it becomes cringy. They either forget a word, they stutter, they, they fuck up somebody's name, they fucking <laughs> he was the tit motherfuckers run out of breath. You know what I'm saying? They don't sound as tough. Dude, it's one like you said, it's very hard to either you have something good to say without the energy, or you have too much energy and you can't make it through like you know what you have to say. A lot of people look dumb, most are very forgettable, but yo, nailed it. If I could tell you. Who he reminds me of that combination. He like how he started off. He said, "Yo, you know, I'm just a small town guy. You know, pick yourself up by his bootstrap." That was very like Matthew McConaughey. Like, all right, all right, you know, a little country boy. Like, man, you know, I work hard and all that. And then you see a transition to motherfucking Ric Flair, Ultimate Warrior. Like, yo, you gotta beat somebody. Beat me. If you can, God bless. See you, yo, Mike. See you at the top, bro. My man, like it was perfect. Like my brother, who isn't a fan at all, he was actually he doesn't like him because you know he doesn't watch Bellator, and I'm such yeah. a big fan. And all I do is talk about him. He said that gave him goosebumps because it. Even if you want to say cringe, I don't know what cringe is. Like it's a little bit embarrassing. It's almost impossible for him to be embarrassing when like. He's so genuine, it seems, and he's very excited. So you can say, oh, man, it comes off a little bit like WWE. But at least this man's giving you something. He's giving you energy. He's giving you intensity. And he's well-spoken. So, man, I think he's great on the mic. Bro, he dropped bars. And Lenny from MA Unhinged agrees. He said, yeah, so I – oh, he said, I hope he's okay. He's talking about uh, Dan Hooker, RIP. But he said he's so dope on the mic. He was, man. He dropped some bars, man. And – there's some other boxing news that uh, got commented on in the section. I, I want to hit it here first, but uh, you see, I guess Dan Hooker threw his gloves in the octagon. Yep. I, don't, I don't think he retired. I think he was just more like hurt in the moment because he knew he's he was supposed to be the better striker. He's the guy who had all the length and the range on top of being the better striker, and it just wasn't his night. It wasn't that way. Yeah. 
he's a young fighter, and I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is his first time losing two fights in a row. So that's very hard for him. You know, he had a war with Poirier and now getting finished early by, you know, somebody making a UFC debut. It's not it's not good. Of course, he's he's got to feel bad. But, you know, he's with a great team. He's a great fighter. He'll bounce back from this. Yeah, yeah. I think, too, like uh, one thing they take consideration is like uh, he didn't get to showcase anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a disappointment in that alone. Like it was he didn't get to show what it's a job. The world's watching. You know what I'm saying? And you and I know Dan Hooker's dope. He could be he's an entertaining guy. He didn't get to showcase himself as that with the world watching. So it, it hurt him. It was all bad. But as far as like maybe just being done and retired, because I see people commenting that and, and messaging and ask that. I don't think I don't think that's the case. At least I hope not. Yeah, like he's he's such a great fighter. He's young. He's still top five in that weight class. So I I I hope Dan, you know, rethinks it. Yeah, shout out to Chris from KRS Boxing in the building. Transitioning from from the IG to the YouTube. I see you, dog. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Hey, Hawk, man. I don't know if you've been looking, but noticing, dog. We only five away from one K, dog. I'm just saying. Five time, five time. Yes. You, you know what they say, man. You never forget your first, and that'll be our first thousand. Let's man, that should be fucking lit, man. Uh Benjamin Foe said, Man, I tried to watch this just ain't boxing, though. It's better, man. I can't see, I can't watch boxing. I'm like, come on, y'all. Y'all just man. point right, man. Like on a real mess. It, I can enjoy both. Yeah. As a boxing fan, I could only say give it a chance. Try to learn a little bit about the sport, like the different aspects. And I promise you, if you uh, do a little research, you know, kind of uh, get into the community, as they say, kind of get invested in it. You have the community's a full of bullies, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's the bullies in the, in the, in the community. Right part of the community. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker's, you're a casual. Get out. Like, you like, I bet you can't even tell me McGregor's last 18 fights. You gotta love them though. They're a good part. Hey, I think my man froze. <laughs> yo, I think my man, yo, easy. Yo, I think my man froze or something. You will see. Yo, y'all see his big ass head, bro. <laughs> Yo. Just gotta find a fit. Definitely, you gotta you gotta find somebody that you really like. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him, guys. Apparently, like, maybe his internet went off and, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, all right, guys, hopefully he gets back on, you know, we'll give it a couple minutes, see if he's back. Yo, y'all got to ask anything, any questions, yo, send them through. <laughs> but yeah, man, super excited for Michael Chandler. He's been top five lightweight. In the war for, I feel like, the last almost, you know, decade, seven years or so. So, super happy he's finally getting the uh, the credit and the notoriety he deserves. Join in. So, when you join in. Um, he, uh, so, Trey asked me, Troy asked me, when am I joining the UFC? I get this a bunch, guys. I am still super young, super young in the game. I'm taking my time. I'm trying to learn everything I can, and I got a great, you know, coaches behind me, great gym behind me. Man, hopefully, I'm 26. Hopefully, in the next three or four years, I'll be making that next jump. Do I know Chandler personally? No, I don't, which is crazy because, I like, I talk very highly of him. But I follow him on IG and, you know, uh, I think we've messaged, like, he has, like, some message system for fans where he messages fans back. I've talked to him a couple times on that. But personally, I don't know him, but he, he seems like a super genuine guy, very uplifting, uh, positive person just like myself. So I naturally flock to people like that. And, and he's a fucking killer. So uh, that's why I'm a huge Michael Chandler fan. Y'all dudes might as well start a Spotify. Man, we're trying to get that Joe Rogan money out here. Oh, look who's back, bro! Back again. <laughs> I'm out, I wish I wish AT&T wasn't like an entity; it was a person. So I'd catch an assault charge, right? Like, yeah. Bro, trash internet, bro. God bro damn. Yeah. The face that uh, that you got cut off on, it was perfect. You was like, and I'm like, yo, yo. <laughs> That shit was hilarious. I can't wait to watch that back. Hey, at least it wasn't an ugly face, man. I got I gotta be thankful for that, man. Uh shout out man Jalen McKinney. He trains him up here in Michigan. We used to be at the same gym. Uh he says Chandler made me so fucking happy. Hey, somebody else commented too. They almost cried. They almost cried. Yeah, dude. If y'all if I'm sure a lot of these guys are like me who are Chandler fans. And the worst thing is when you like, you know, you have somebody that you really like and support. But, you know, other people don't know. It's just like any band, any musical artist. You want them to get notoriety that they deserve. You know, you want them to be bigger, get more money, get more promotion. So the people who know Michael Chandler's career throughout, like, he had some ups, he had some downs. And, you know, just being one of those guys who will always be like, oh, man, he's not that good because he's not in the UFC. For him to finally be able to showcase that, no, we're all happy. Yeah, man, that was dope. Is that that might be it for Benjamin Foe too? Uh, him talking about he can't really get into it is like I, at, at a certain point, 
with with uh, MMA fandom, you hit it, you hit a step, and you and you follow the storylines as well. And that was one of them. Uh, so is Habib coming out of retirement for Poirier. Ooh. You know what's crazy? I, I like, in so. the phase that you made is exactly what, like, I guess vast majority people love Khabib. People love Poirier, but a lot of people aren't are kind of cold on that rematch because they feel like Khabib has already beaten him so decisively. And it still hasn't been that long since then. Yeah. And man, we're all about new blood. We were like, now it's like, who gives Khabib, like, who gives Khabib the hardest chance? And a lot of, that's why people say Oliveira, they want him to fight him because mm-hmm. he's new and he poses new threat. That's why people want him to fight Chandler because he knew. For me, knew. it's those two. That, you know what I'm saying? Because like everybody me, else has been dominated. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe they got to fight each other. I think I'd rather see Chandler more so than uh, Oliveira just because Chandler's been more five-round main events. Like I'm saying, like he's vetted as as a, as like in, in, in that spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Even though he said Saturday that was the biggest, you know what I'm saying, the biggest shit he was on. Yeah, shot on my internet, bro. That was whack. <laughs> um, Did you answer these already? So, yeah, I answered that one. Uh, the last one we was on was uh, somebody, yeah, we, we got the podcast question. Go to the Pitbull thing. Pitbull, let me see. Yeah. Oh, y'all just might as well start a Spotify podcast and get the bread. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we are on Spotify actually. I just forget to be uploading episodes. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't get out that bullshit. I'll, I'll upload this one. Uh, Pitbull called him his son after that win. Wait, what happened? Yo, so if you don't know, the lightweight and <clears throat> featherweight double champ of Bellator, Pedrici Pitbull, and Michael Chandler have a you know a little bit of a rivalry. Uh, Chandler knocked out his brother. Uh, Pedricki moved up to lightweight and knocked out Chandler for his belt. So, yeah, yeah. So, that was the last man to beat Michael Chandler was Pitbull. Did, he, did Chandler get, did he get to run it back? No, no, no. That was the, the – yeah. So, when he beat Ben Henderson after that fight, he left. So, Pitbull – No. Had, yeah. So, you can see Pitbull oh. Chandler comes up in the news or, you know, something big happens. He's like, yo, Dana, I beat him. So, you know, you know what's it, crazy too. Pitbull's been been like, and not everyone gets on it, but he's been the one, even for someone who doesn't watch Bellator, the most one on the on the tip, like uh, Raw WWE Monday Night Heart War type shit. He wants Bellator versus uh, UFC. Yeah, he wants all the smoke. Man, let's that'd be a perfect way to do it too, man. Uh, where you training at? And when'd you get started training? Oh, this is me. Um, oh. Yeah, so that's my Facebook comment about how I almost cried. <laughs> Shit, that's how my bad, my bad. I'm just reading these comments and shit too. Shit, that's how you make money betting though, when no one knows about something and you. Yeah, did you make any bets? Man, uh oh, I was of course going with Chandler, but uh me and my boy made a bet like the night of. He was like, Yo, I'll take I'll take McGregor if you take Poirier, right? But you had to get he said a second round Poirier knockout. I said a third round Poirier knockout. So I didn't get the I got the the end right, but I didn't get the round right. Damn, how much you had to pay up? No, 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 nobody paid any because we didn't get it completely right. Oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah, um, I was undefeated my picks this weekend, bro. God damn, man, and I didn't bet a single thing. The bro, did you, I don't know if you know this or not? Betting gambling in Michigan just became legal like the, Friday. Oh shit! Dave Portnoy was here all weekend uh, from Barstool Sports. They they got like a whole like place downtown in Greek Town. 
it was official in Michigan. It's, it's it's Pennsylvania and us as far as like the country goes for like online gambling. Ouch. Undefeated picks. I didn't bet a single motherfucking one, bro. Oh yeah, my god. And the games worked out exactly how they were too. I mean, actually, I did make one bet. It's on Tom Brady. As they say, you're gonna throw an interception. He threw. Treat them, boys. So, shout out to Tom Brady for being the low, luckiest of all time. I'm playing this kind of disrespect. Man, I like I, I think I know a little bit about MMA, and I used to bet. But bro, once I I would have lost, he didn't make me pay it. Right before the fight against Masvidal and Aspen, like my friend was like a legit thirty bucks. I'll take Masvidal, and I had been saying like Aspen was my sure pick all night. And right before the fight started. We shook on $30, and, you know, five seconds later, he's laughing in my face. So after that, I don't bet anymore. <laughs> I do not bet anymore. Hey, I was like, yeah, I almost beat my boy's ass. <laughs> like, it was like the worst joke ever. It's like, oh, man, I know how this fight's going to go, and he knocks him out in five seconds. Worst yeah, feeling. Man. Uh, shout out to Jaylen, too. I forgot he asked where you started training. Hawks in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I was training at Shorty Dog Jiu-Jitsu, and I've been doing jiu-jitsu and MMA for about a a little over a year. I just got a <laughs> I got a memory not too long ago from like Facebook on like my second Street Beast fight, and it was like in it was like in like late January. So I'm like, yo, it legit just been over a year since I started this shit. But you wrestled and shit though. You know what I'm saying yeah, so yeah, grappling you there. Years or something like that, but uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something, like, something like, yeah, something like, but no, nah, no, nah, like that, that definitely plays a big part in it. But as far as like just straight MMA jujitsu training, it's been a year. Yeah, the um to the betting thing. What the hell was I about to say? I should have said it, man. So now you know, you remember. Oh, because you said your boy like bet you, and then you quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't bet anymore. During the Mayweather McGregor thing, I was on the obviously Mayweather. I'm like, you guys are fucking like stupid. I, I fell into the category. <laughs> I didn't say he was gonna like not get hit and shit. We said what? Did you take a bunch of people's money? Because I know so many people who bet money on Connor. I'm like, yeah, y'all stupid. Yeah, I took one person's money, bro. And it started off as like a hundred dollar bet. And we had a friend at the time which was just like, get us going. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's you you might have talked to him before. It's, it's, my, it's my nigga Mike, the, the white dude that was on the award show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember He was just like Connor he's look his hands the size of his head, just mimicking the shit Connor's saying. <laughs> When people like when Skip Bayless and people like 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 legit news people were giving Connor a chance, I'm like, yo, I know why like these other dummies believe it because they hear it all the time. Well, McGregor can knock out anybody and Floyd Small. I'm like, bro, y'all are dumb. Yeah, but it was it started off at hundred dollars. I mean, I'm talking shit. Got to two hundred. Another boy started pop. It went to four hundred. Four hundred dollars this man had to pay me at the end of that fight. I was, I felt, I, he was like, "Oh, hold on, I had to reach back in his wallet and grab some more shit." I was like, "Oh, this don't feel right, bro. I don't know if I could do this with my friends anymore, bro." He, he was like, hurt, oh, man. man. All that bread. Yeah, man. It was, it was super awkward, man. Uh, Patricio KO Chandler. I can't believe that. So Chandler never got the rematch, Patricio, after getting KO'd. Nah, and it was crazy. It was a big build. It was a, it was a real grudge match. And dude, if, if oh man, like it was a little a little bit controversial because he pit Chandler down early, and as Chandler was like getting to his feet, he was still hitting him, not defending. So they ended it. And dude, you can it's on Bellator uh, YouTube. You can watch it after. This. But yo, go back, watch that. 
and watch his interview, bro. He is one of the funny, unintentionally funny people ever. He's like, like corny, funny, or like, like just like, savage funny. Savage funny because he doesn't give a fuck. Like he legit, people are booing as he's giving his interview, right? Like you, you the new lightweight champ. He's like, man, I don't know. Uh, I punch him and he goes sleepy. But let me tell you one thing: I don't give a fuck. I am the Bellator lightweight champion. Fuck you. <laughs> Yo, my man wasn't trying to hear. Like he didn't. He didn't care if people was booing. He didn't they're, care. Nothing. They're Mexican, right? Or they're Brazilian? They're Brazilian. Brazilian. Oh, okay. So he froze. The, he goes sleepy. Oh, yeah, right? he goes sleepy. I am the Bellator. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> man, I fuck. I fuck with accents heavy. Like I think all types of different accents. I like, like, like Mexican, even English. Like on a girl, like sexy Brazilian. I can't get with it, bro. It just it, it yeah. sounds like yeah, sound like Vandalay. Yeah, something motherfuckers like just slow a little bit. You know what yeah, I'm I, like, I like yo, he he's actually one of like he's he knows his English, so it, but the yeah. act feel fire. But man, people sleep on him. Like he beat Chandler and he is like the Bellator featherweight and lightweight champion. Like I know, bro. I, that's fucking crazy. I didn't know that, man. That changes like that that gets me. More excited for Bellator. Shout out to Scott Coker. I seen he's putting up the uh, Chandler highlights all week too. Yeah, man. Like, Don't forget where he came from. That, that yeah, was- <laughs> yeah, that's Mister Bellator there. Yeah, Mister Bellator. Yo, and my brother actually mentioned this, which you don't, you never hear this. Like, whenever people, come, especially from Bellator, they always say he was a champion, or he was very, or he made his start in another organization. But the fact that when he came out and they said. He is the former Bellator champion. That yeah. was like they never say that. That is true. That is really actually dope too, because that shows some mutual respect between Bellator and, and UFC, maybe as well. Uh Jalen said, Jalen said, remember when Connor first made noise and the UFC signed Joe Duffy because at, at the time he was the last person to beat him. Yeah. So maybe we do see Patricio in the UFC. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is I love this is always good because it shows, like they said. The best fighters are in the UFC for like the vast majority, but dude, there's killers everywhere. Let's think like Justin Gaethje was the champion at War Series of Fighting, and then he comes over and he like becomes UFC champ. So is that to say he's not a champ till he comes into the UFC, or was he always like that? So yeah, and fighting is one of the sports is always so different too. Uh, he said I skipped his question. Yeah, Let me see. What... Skipping questions. How y'all feel about Dana White upset about streamers? I think he should capitalize on it instead of complain like LimeWire back in the day. Hey, I got I got a hot take on this. I got a hot, hot oh, what's take. What's the hot take? Hot take coming in, guys. <laughs> I'm high, bro. Let me explain. No, but for real, I do got a hot take. Um, Dana White was talking about this all the shit about the streamers, right? Mm-hmm. He said he pointed one particular streamer out, and he's like, "We're listening to his phones." And, and, you know, as soon as he goes live, we got him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dana White's not the government. He can't listen to nobody's phone. That's not a thing. Conor McGregor's the biggest pay-per-view draw. So is there is there, is there a time to, to scare streamers into not streaming that fight for free to force more people to buy it as a Conor McGregor pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in the post-fight, he said that uh, the guy made a post. He's like, yo, I'm done streaming and, and whatnot. And, like, Bro, I was looking to see who it was. I was like, there's no way. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit's too good to be. There's, that shit didn't happen. 
because that would have been over the internet. I would have found who it was. You know what I'm saying? Like the post and shit. Like that Dana White is just a brilliant. He just he just bullied motherfuckers into buying the fight this past weekend. But I mean, that that is very like now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense. Man, wait, I ain't even gonna lie. I I buy a good amount of the pay-per-view, not all of them, you know. Times is hard out here. Get it how you live. But um make sure you buy merch, support yeah, us. Support me so I can support them. Uh <laughs> but nah, yo, when he gets yeah. on there and he's really like, yo, we're coming, like we know these motherfuckers, like we're giving out serious jail time. Yo, that definitely scares motherfuckers. Like, nobody wants to be the dude in jail having to pay thousands of dollars because, like, they want to see a couple of fights. So, yo, if you wanted the motherfuckers, like, yo, they kind of watching and you really don't want to get caught up, it really did kind of kind of pressure more people to buy it. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. It was, uh, I people hit me up for sites and I was scared of tone. Yeah, oh, right. Like, Police. For me. <laughs> Like they don't wait with the fake mustache texting me. Hey, where can I watch this stream, guy? Anybody know where I could get in any uh, legal streams? <laughs> but, yo, you, know, you need to know the Donald Trump with the fake uh, Mexican mustache. Oh really? Uh, who else knows about these streams? And he just collect the motherfuckers' data. Yeah, oh, and, no. and and for the people watch them too. Someone corrected me too because uh, I thought it was like if you watch the fight like that. It's actually like if you were like the guy providing the stream, if that makes sense. If, you're providing. if you if you just watch it, you can't get you can't get in trouble. Like because yeah. it's still illegal because you're stolen property at that point. But the the people they're looking for, they're going they're going straight to the root. Yeah, the that's that's that were who are bringing it to the masses. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because that you take down one person, you're taking out a million of people who are just watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't even gonna mention this, but uh, it's only five five, and he trains a lot. Yo, I was about to say that. Yo, people don't understand. I, I'm, I cannot believe. Uh, I cannot remember his name, but Harry Sahuda's coach. Uh, you know his name? Uh, uh, I know Captain America. That's what I call him. Eric, <laughs> Eric something, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Dude, yeah. he has trained Henry Sahuda, coach Henry Sahuda, and Pitbull. <laughs> Both two double champs of, you yeah. know. You imagine those sparring sessions, man? Yeah. He has some killers. And you got to think, why Why is Henry Cejudo so good? Because he trains with Pitbull. Why is Pitbull so good? Because he trains with fucking Cejudo. Just like Michael Chandler. Why is, like, Michael Chandler fucking trains with Gilbert Burns and Kamal Usman. Like, I was just going to say, I'm like, damn, I forgot. Like He trains with Henry fucking Hoof. You know I'm saying, like. One of the, the best striking coaches, and like, and he was a wrestler before that. Like, okay, I'm gonna say this isn't, it's not a hot take. I think it's just, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This episode is brought to you by Allianz Travel Insurance. Are you planning two or more trips in the next 365 days? An all-trips annual travel insurance plan can protect all your adventures for less. Get a quote at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Common sense and the best formula for young MMA fighters. 
and I, I think it's the best. When you get a very, very high-level wrestler, and then you get him with a very high striking coach, because of the wrestling and how, like, we develop skills through drilling and everything, they're going to pick up on it really fast, and they're going to really kind of hone it for themselves. And now you got a super athlete with very good stand-up, and then he can mix that stand-up to get to his takedowns. Henry Hoof and Michael Chandler is a big one. If you saw what fucking uh, Ludwig did with the Team Alpha Male guys, yo, motherfucking Chad Mendez was putting people to sleep. TJ Dillashaw came out of nowhere, had some of the best footwork we've seen, and then he fucking, look what he did with Cody. Man, when you get these very high-level striking coaches, and you can fit them with some fucking dog wrestlers, it, it's a crazy combination. No, I agree. Uh, Troy wants to ask, so does Usman train with Burns too? So Usman actually switched up because of that reason. I think it might be just for this camp, but he's training with uh, what's his name? He changed uh, Justin Gaethje. Yeah, um, Trevor Whitman. Trevor Whitman. Yeah, he's training with Trevor Whitman and Justin Gaethje, which might help his striking a lot too. Because I mean, it's a whole different style of striking, and we know, I mean, that's a good coach. Gaethje's a good striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler used to train with Cruz, Phil Davis, and the rest of those savages at Alliance and May before switching to Hoof. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that's why those super those super camps are so appealing, man. Like just training with savages all day is gonna make you a savage. Hey, what's goody? Hog single, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's <laughs> Um shit, man. We coming up, we coming up in an hour, but I did want to ask, did you see? I might, I might find a comment for it too. Uh, you probably actually already read the comment, but uh, Ryan Garcia might fight Manny Pacquiao. Man, is this like the same time Conor McGregor was supposed to fight Manny Pacquiao? Probably. Not but I think this, I think this is a lot more like realistic. Yeah, I think so. I mean, dude, if it does happen, that'll be crazy. Uh. On the real, after seeing what old buddy, like not to say that Ryan Garcia isn't a set, dude, he he's not beating Manny Pacquiao right now. I feel yeah. like a lot faster, but Manny's so durable and he's so smart and he's such a a champion. He would he would find a way to win that fight. Who you think? Who do you think is a tougher challenge for him, Pacquiao or or Tank? Oh, definitely Tank. Definitely yeah. Tank. So, so I feel like that, and that's why I think this might make a little more sense too, because like maybe you beat an older Pacquiao. And then you're ready for tank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right? like maybe he teaches you something. Yeah, maybe you have a hard fight. That yeah. Be one. Yo, yeah. Before, before we do go for the hour, you know, longer, let's play matchmaker. The four, the four uh, lightweight in uh, this um this weekend's fight, right? Who do you match them up with and why? Perfect. I'm glad you asked me that because I'm prepared. What if I pulled oh. out like a whole fucking binder and I'm playing? Oh. Um, I think it obviously makes sense because they fought this on the same card. You do uh, Chandler and Poirier. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, the next logical thing, and look at me using big words, the equation to make, I'm playing, uh, Gaethje versus Oliveira because they've both been sitting out. They've, they've had some time now. And I think that's it. I, I think it sucks all because I would like to see someone crown champ, but now I don't know why that matters to me so much. But So you, would, you wouldn't make Poirier uh, Chandler for the belt? I, yeah, I guess you could do you could do Poirier Chandler for the belt, but I just I think Gaethje, I don't want to forget what Gaethje did to Tony Ferguson. You know what I'm saying? 
and, and and then the other guy to do that to Tony Ferguson was also Oliveira. So it's yeah. like they got to fight. You know what I'm saying? They, they both beat the fuck out the same dude. All due respect, R.I.P. El Kukui. But um, um, yeah, I, I want to see them too, and just keep it a tournament, man. I guess because I guess you can make you can do Poirier for Chandler for the belt. Why not? But do you think you give the the belt to Chandler right now? You think it's too soon? I guess somebody somebody actually DM'd me today and talked about it. And dude, it, like like we've already established, I'm a huge Michael Chandler fan. Even I know after one fight, even though it was um, Hooker and it was a first round finish, it, it's so hard to give that to somebody who hasn't, who only has one fight in the UFC. Yeah. I am one of the motherfuckers who would be like, do it. Like, cause I think he deserves it. He was going to fight for the title if anybody fucking pulled out. So I'm cool with that. But yeah. if I'm being fair, you know, I would like to see, man, I love Poirier. Poirier is such a dog. Uh, I would like to see Chandler against Gaethje, which I would love that fight, but I hate that fight. Cause that'd be a fucking tough fight. Chandler versus Gaethje, and then that winner gets Poirier versus Oliveira for the belt. And the reason why I give it to Oliveira, not just because, you know, he he beat Tony, but, dude, this is a guy who has, like, a lot of UFC records, the most finishes, the most submission wins. Dude, like, how do you – a guy who's been, like, with the company over 10 years, had his ups, his downs, but a lot more wins than losses, that type of guy deserves a title shot. Yeah, against somebody yeah. Dustin Poirier, who's earned his stripes and uh solidified himself too. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I think uh I think Uncle Dana wants to build up uh, Oliveira and like one more fight before giving him a belt. You know, mm-hmm. opportunity at it. I think that the the other matchup gives him the the chance to do that. But we'll see, bro. Either way, I mean the good ass fights, man. Good ass fights. The lightweight division. The whole thing is the one thing that works against Oliveira. He isn't very vocal. Like I hear a couple of things from Twitter. Like I want to, too, you know. So it's like, well, I see what you're talking about. You talking about just general asking for the, the belt? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I don't really see too many Charles Oliveira interviews. Dude, I can't even. If you go to the UFC right now, it's a bunch of Michael Chandler interviews. Anyway, you like if you look up Michael Chandler, he's always out there, kind of keeping his name out there, talking about it. Maybe we'll get him one day. Man, yo, the day we get Michael Chandler in this, yeah. I'll reach out. You know what I'm saying? I'll see what I can do. I'll reach out too, but yeah. I'm saying I wouldn't know how to act, bro. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know. I'm trying to pitch you in that state because I can't, man, because you're baby hawk. Usually motherfuckers in that state around you. (laughs) But if, if anybody knows anything about me, like, I don't fanboy, like, if a famous person there, like, if I like them, you know, I'll probably just, hey, I like your stuff, thank you, or whatever. But I'm not, like, the the very uh, starstruck type of person. It's, like, three per- people who will make me be like that. Michael Chandler, LeBron James, and maybe fucking Obama or some shit. But, uh, yeah, dude, I would freak. I already told, I already told my coach, John, because he's in Bellator when, uh, when Chandler was in Bellator. I, I was like, yo, I hope you know. If we go somewhere and we see Michael Chandler, I'm going to freak out. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> but, yeah, what's what's Hulk's version of freaking out, though? Like, like what do you do? Like, you just, like, freeze up? 
Or you just you're like Man, work I, in Australia? <laughs> like what is it? I feel like I just get super, super excited and I would just have to I would not tell you about yourself, but just tell you what I think. Like, bro, it, I'm like, oh shit. But you I'd be like, dude, you're inspiration, like you motivate me a bunch, you motivate a lot of people, you're a fucking savage, like you're a good father, like all this crate, like just a bunch of praise because I feel like somebody yeah. like that deserves it. And like like I said, he's a he's one of my role models, and I can't say that about a bunch of people. So, yeah. So, so Charles didn't accept the Hooker fight. That's why he fought Chandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one, no one wanted to fight Chandler either, though. From what I hear. Yeah, yeah. and you can hear a, lot, a bunch of people. Like I think they Dustin turned down that fight because of money and a bunch of other. You like you said, other people. This is hilarious. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Please tell me uh, you being nervous or, or uh, you in that instance. Me? Oh yeah. Uh, but I'm being. I'm just being honest. But um, no, nah, man. Like, it, that's such a hard fight. As much as people want to downplay him for not being in the UFC, everybody knows he's a dangerous guy. And for you to kind of introduce him, that's all the pressure on you to kind of like hold just it, hold the the company, let alone your career and yeah. shit too. You know. Michael Johnson fell. He's like, yo, you're the B League. It's my job to because these guys really feel like that. They feel like, yo, I'm in this company. You're not like, is you're trying to take my spot? I gotta hold it down. So yeah. that's that's a hard place to be in. For sure, it is. Benjamin Fall, I'm with you on this one. He said, I'm a fanboy, boy, Megan Good or Caleb Pratt. If I ever see him, hell, throwing Ashley Banks from Fresh Pool. Ashley Banks, <laughs> probably too, man. I thought I was gonna do that with Kendra Lust at first. I, it was honestly. I was I was straight as fuck. I think I'm more nervous around like the the male ones because like a, maybe like a alpha male thing. I don't know. I don't know because like with the girls, it's kind of like you start flirting a little bit. At least for me, anytime I've ever spoken to like, huh? I'm talking about, I'm talking about like like starstruck type shit. Man, yeah, they're like, yo, man. When I get around those guys, man, I get. <laughs> hey, man. I just you know what I'm saying. I can't help my. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, it's it's the girls ones. It's easy because girls are just naturally flirty sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like you throw them something, they'll do vibe off of that. With the yeah. guys, it's like some some dudes try to be tough. You know what I'm saying? Some dudes try to be smarter than everybody. It's, it's different. It's a different yeah, try, it, try it, to catch, you know? Male dynamic. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Eddie versus Cerrone, remember? Yep, exactly. Cerrone, Cerrone actually, uh, you know, he held it down. He beat Eddie, who was another Bellator champ, who – Frankly, like, uh, if you didn't know, easy, yeah. Yo, he has two wars against uh, fucking Michael Chandler. One of them. Yeah, I was, I was when I was looking at his shirt, dog. That's why I seen on there t- uh, two times or three. T- yeah, two times. Two times. Uh, yeah, and- that super pause on dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what easy was talking about. Uh, hey, I know what I like. You know what I'm saying? I got it upstairs <laughs> right now. If I want to get up there and knock them boots off. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Oh my god. Oh no about <laughs> who's that? Oh no, my bad. Um well, shit, dog. Speaking of dog. <laughs> what's your dog's name? Uh Louie. What up though, Louie? Uh, Louis Bag. You know <laughs> shit, dog, you wanna wrap this one up? Yeah, yeah. Um do we have do we have any late minute questions before we uh end off the podcast? I felt like it was a great podcast. No, it was a great podcast. I think the next card coming up is uh 
Usman versus Burns. Burns. Is that finally? I, oh, real talk. And this this may be a bold statement. It is a bold statement because it's, it's 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 fighting. Anybody can get knocked the fuck out. But I think Burns will be the closest thing we see to, to anyone beating Usman. I feel like for just his, his his style is just so dominant. Not Burns. I'm talking about Usman. Like it's just hard to fucking like cope with. You can't get him off you enough to to punch him in the face. You know, motherfuckers like molasses. <laughs> for real it just it's his style but burns is jiu-jitsu high high level you know what I'm saying like there's jiu-jitsu it's like you see people like position themselves and getting like more dominant positions and it's jiu-jitsu like Oliveira and like burns are like oh you go night night yeah, oh, yeah. So, so good off their backs yeah so that's and that's what i'm thinking like because obviously that's uh usman styles being up on you and grappling and shit like that and like burns might catch a limb but at the same time usman trained with them so it's, i'm excited for that fight man if I'm if I have to make no prediction, but if I have to make just a kind of a a hot take, I'm gonna say that ends up in a born fight. And I only say that because both these guys are great stand up wise, grappling wise. But I feel like that kind of neutralized. Like I feel like he might play the the stand up game with Burns. Burns is a beast, but. I don't know if he can just like bulldoze through Usman. I feel like it'll be a lot of clinching, a lot of control stuff. And I feel like it almost will be like the Masvidal fight. I feel like if Usman yeah. wins, it'll be like a grind out decision and it won't be exciting. So that that's yeah. my I'm not saying who's gonna win. I just feel like it no, won't good, be yeah. an entertaining fight. It's not really a hot take. Usman's boring. Hawk, we've been no, on that. I don't I do not Marty Usman. I do not support the snoozeman Alexander. Uh, he had a great fight with Kobe. Come on now. That was even like, I get it because it's like, oh shit, I didn't expect this. But like, they're not the best of strikers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like fucking like, I think <laughs> they, just, they were intimidated by each other's like wrestling prowess. You know what I'm saying? They're, I think that's what that was. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see if this one because he had a boring Masvidal fight. He had a boring. <laughs> What Woodley fight? It was a dominant, but it was still kind of boring. Uh, yeah, the snooze movement narrative is kind of too. Yeah, Let's yeah, be honest. We gotta see because if because if Kobe's exciting and then this one's exciting, it's like every other Miles with all. I mean, every other Usman fight is gonna be exciting. So <laughs> quit lying to people, man. Don't watch that one, Ben. I'm, I'm <laughs> Uh, we did get one question. It, it was, "When's your next fight?" I'm not fighting for a minute. Honestly, I'm playing. <laughs> with, with yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, easy for December. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm getting confirmation back. I'm just waiting for like some promo stuff to fit up. But it should be March the 27th. March 27th. Mm-hmm. But down Florida, right? Florida. Y'all, y'all get you baby hawk shirt. You know what I'm saying? Being a stand. <laughs> You know I'm taking these bitches down to Florida, man. Hopefully I can sell out. Like, yo, y'all know what to do. Hey, you should. You know what you should do? Get some tickets. Bro, that's what you should do. Bundle them, bitches. The jersey, with the, the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the tickets. Yeah, that'd be that'd be. Baby Hawk bundles, and you, because you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's funny. Shit, all these damn. Now they want to ask these questions, and I'm playing. Uh, Brady versus Mahomes in a fight, a fist fight. Ooh, that's a good fucking, I don't know. Football to win a Super Bowl versus that young that young man Mahomes. Come on now. So you, you take it in a fist fight. You got Mahomes. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he half black, so you know he got them thumbs. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Mahomes. Hashtag light skin legion. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he making fun of me. I'm not fighting for a minute. <laughs> hey, well, once I get back on this, hey, I'm trying to fight the schmo. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah, good, man. schmo? What's good, schmo? You can't, you can't duck and hide forever. Hold me back, ho. Hold me back. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Well, shit, man. That's the old one too. Uh, we we try to do this one weekly. I think we're pretty good at doing it at least one weekly. Yeah, yeah. Especially now that there's fights going on, we can kind of get on more regularly. Exactly, exactly. And, and if you want, there's a card this Saturday. Um, it's Alistair Overeem versus Alexander Volkov. Yes, that actually might be a good fight. Yeah, it be is the ones we just watch, but it, it'll be a good fight, stand up fight for sure. And guys, we're gonna we're gonna review, you know, all the UFC events because you know we're UFC fanboy. But uh, we got some one championship coming up. We're, I mean, the one with Demetri on TNT. They're fighting on TNT. Yep, and Alvarez is on that card. So you know, we'll be bringing you a little bit of that when Bellator comes back. We'll be giving you a little bit of that. So we'll be yeah. trying to sprinkle in our mm -hmm. our MMA news. Man, that's kind of – I got a hot take on Bellator, bro. Well, if they're not coming back. It's, it's been a minute now. We we deep into January. Y'all ain't out shit yet. Like, right. what the fuck's going on, man? They better I mean, come out banging, bro. They better come out banging. They've been hella quiet. Going too, so it, it's really hard. I hope that, you know, these other MMA promoters can get back on track because it's a big – it's not just the UFC, guys. It's a whole bunch of promotions, and more promotions means – you know, better pay and more opportunities for the fighters. So we want that. Maybe they were smart in thinking that Chandler fighting would, would keep them afloat for January. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. All them hits on YouTube is just going to be easy money. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Well, shit, y'all. We all make sure you guys drop a subscribe button, man. Hit the like button. Let others find this podcast. That'd be super dope. I could talk about fights all day, man. But unfortunately, we got shit to do. Um if y'all could pay us, though, you know what I'm saying? If we, if we hit that 1,000, we, we pay to do this shit. That might change something. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But uh, we out, man. Make sure you guys check us out on Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we're on YouTube. I apologize. Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you guys want the audio platforms. And hit that share button, man. Subscribe and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't forget the merch. You know what I'm saying? SpeakingSports.com. I'm about to get your shit on there, bro. I'm, we're about to do that. I'm working that up this week. Yo. I'm gonna swear to God, we're gonna do that this week. But uh, we out. Hey, you want a few one last time? Uh, 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 you, you, shut. Ah! Hey, that was fucking funny. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna have to fit that in. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.